Sunday pour. It is Thursday night. First official taping in November. I uh, got a little November baseball. Houston. Game five here, up 2-1. And uh, we got a tight one down in Houston. Philly and Houston also tied at the half. Third quarter just underway. Sitting here with double barrel action. Baseball on the TV. Football on the laptop. Uh, I don't know. Where do we start? Well, you mentioned November. So if I could just, before we get into Philly, Houston, or Houston, Philly, I, I just can't. I can't wait until next fucking Wednesday when all these signs are down from people's yards. Um, and we're done. I, I don't know about you, but I've been getting a million political text messages. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, would you ever in a million years click a link in a text message from somebody that you don't know? I don't even click the porn ones that get sent to my phone. <laughs> ne- yeah. Never mind the political ones. <laughs> Who's sending you? I don't want to know. Um, I don't know. Probably some questionable sites I go to gets me on some sort of list. Oh, well, your own sites, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if if you're really like a public servant, like one of the number one things you do is you tell people don't click links that you don't know. I mean, this is the internet age. From day one on the internet, you don't click links from like an email that you don't know. I mean, how many fucking uh, viruses did you get on AOL because you clicked the wrong email? Or we clicked the wrong link in an email. Mm, now, but those chains. What's that? Those chain emails. You got to be yeah. careful. Yeah. And now politicians, they're sending them out like, oh, yeah, go to our website. You know, join us in this fight to take down whatever. Like, how stupid are these people? Like, it's just it's just something you would not want you, you know, you would not want your mother, your grandmother to click on a link. And then you're sending it out to the public like, oh, yeah, definitely click ours, though. Fuck you, fucking idiots. Tired of yeah. these people. I get a million a day. It's, it's pissing me off. I can't wait till they're all gone. You get the phone calls too? I think I've got a couple phone calls, but I mean, I get, you know, I don't know how many phone calls from unknown numbers. It's, you know, who can tell Who can tell if it's uh, somebody talks about my, my warranty on my car or if it's somebody trying to make me vote for somebody else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You owe the IRS back taxes. Oh, always. They love that. They love that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I've had I've had multiple people come to my door. Oh, yeah. I like. I don't have that. I just uh, one one was on a Sunday morning, and I just went up there. I took the the reading material. I said, "Yeah, I'll vote for it," and I just slammed the door in their face. <laughs> and uh, I went right in the recycling bin. They're very green with their uh, with their that's, brochure. Whatever the ni- fuck. That's nice. Yeah, to. To recycle so they can use it again next mm-hmm. right and then uh are you sure it wasn't I, Jehovah's Witness no these were these were full fledged because they came with their you know I had the bat I think I have a ballot right here somewhere should go through the list I haven't <laughs> opened it yet this is my ballot because I'm because COVID you know you can't be Wait, too careful out there sending no it in pandemic. When do you, when's the no. deadline to send it in? I don't know. I drop it in the in the box outside the oh. town hall. Oh, okay. I'll tell you right now who came to my door. All right. <laughs> who's not getting yeah, who's not getting your vote? Bryce Harper hits one right over the shift. I hear like For two a, seconds, two seconds ahead. For a two out. Double. 
Al Ippolito is the guy who came to my door Saturday. I don't know if it was actually him or him or one of his cronies. Probably crony, right? On a Saturday. Yeah, a, yeah, he's not going door to door. He's got people canvassing, doing their thing. That one I didn't. That one I, I didn't. Yeah, that one I didn't get the door for. He he did two separate knocks to the guy. Oh. And it was a, it was a drive by too. Guy got out of the passenger seat, came to my door. The car did a loop around the cul-de-sac, came and picked him up. It was like a fucking mob hit. <laughs> why was it just my fucking house? Yeah, why was it just your house? Maybe everybody is uh, registered. Wait, so wait, wait, what's Ippolito? He's a Republican? He's a Republican. My neighbor's a big Republican, so he has signs on his lawn. So he's probably like, I got that guy's Yeah. Yeah, he's looking for, sure. for the 50 50 guys. Yeah, I don't know. Are you registered as an independent? No, I'm, I'm registered, registered as Democrat. Yeah. Oh, 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 geez. He's trying to, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a libtard. I, yeah, it's, I'd never, I'd never noticed the, uh, the horns coming out of your head there, but my God, <laughs> you're on a Satan's own. <laughs> yes, I am. I, wow. Uh, I was registered at 18 years old. I thought I knew everything. <laughs> Then, did, yeah, I don't have, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the, what, what would you call it, the, uh, whatever the opposite of, uh, the incentive to like go and switch to an independent. Do you? I feel like that's, in, feel like that's more effort than it's worth. Do you vote in primaries? That's the only reason I think to be a p- part of a yeah. party. Yeah. Oh vote. yeah, I voted in primaries. It's oh, a blast. That's. <laughs> See, that's the only reason to be part of either party. I think is to vote in a party. Well, that's why I originally joined it too. Mm, um, okay. Not not so much because I lean that way, but because I was like, oh, I could vote in a primary. The elect, you know, the general election. We know which way the state goes, so it doesn't really should, matter. Shouldn't independents get to vote in both primaries? Everyone should get to vote in primaries. It doesn't make any sense. It, it's just a Connecticut thing. Every every state is different. Oh, okay. Everybody should be allowed to vote in a primary. It makes no sense that you'd have to register with a party. It's like they're trying to divide you. Like, look, if you you know register with a party, you can come vote in our primaries. Like, they lift the velvet rope up for you. That's only a Connecticut thing. I never knew that. I don't, I don't think. I don't know if it's only a Connecticut thing, but I know there are some states where I think independents are allowed to vote really? in primaries. No, I don't think I ever knew that. That's crazy to me. I'm in my. I'm sorry. I'm in my liberal bubble up here. Sorry. I guess so. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, Robin Comey was the other one that came to my door. It definitely was not her. It was two older people. She's running for state representative. She's a Democrat. And Ippolito is running for probate Republican. So there you go. Those are the assholes that came to my door. And then out reading material. Uh, I think I got to vote. vote against both of them. I, yeah, I think you have to. I can't wait till it's all over. I'm tired of it. There's the signs, the signs in the yard. Like there's when I was a kid, I remember seeing signs on yards thinking these people are fucking lunatics. And I still now, think that. yeah, and now with like the internet, like you realize there's a lot of them out there everywhere, and uh, yeah, it hasn't changed. It's still it's worse now than ever was. <laughs> I think you're I think you're even worse now. But anyway, um, yeah, it's an invitation to get fucked with. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. So Verlander's, uh, I mean, it's only the fifth here, but I mean, this is like the epitome of his entire playoffs where he's just kind of, he's been getting hit, but somehow just skirts out of the danger. 
But now he's in danger again. Castellanos rips one down the line on foul. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's getting hit hard. I mean, he had that one, was it Castellanos last time? And Pena made the jumping play on it. it yeah, yeah Castellanos hit a bullet. Yeah. And the next, kick, next guy got a hit, and he still got out of it. Walking um, the tightrope tight rope act. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Not very sharp. He's showing his age a little bit this postseason. The Yankees may have, like, made him from an all-perennial all-star to a Hall of Famer just by what he's done against them in the playoffs. Because if you look at his – he's got good numbers outside of the World Series, but, I mean, if you look at his numbers against the Yankees and, like, the ALCS mm-hmm. – like, they're godly. He was MVP against them in 2017. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the World Series, I, I don't, I can't explain 0-6 and, and 8 starts. Doesn't make any sense. He's had a couple tough ones, right? He's had a couple, like, pitchers duels. He's got rocked a couple times, but a couple pitchers duels in there as well, right? It's not like it's completely – it's not like he goes out there and gets shelled every time. Uh, no, but he's had some – he's had some uh, – He's had some bad ones, though. Early exits, stuff like that. Yeah, no, a couple bad ones for sure. Yeah. Uncharacteristically bad Justin Verlander starts. Um, how much or how little did the did the no hitter last night move you? Because we've I mean we've we talked baseball. I mean I don't even know if it would have come up if we just kind of let it go. It moved me. It moved me so much that I went to sleep after the eighth inning. Wow! Because I didn't really because the game was over. I didn't really care. It's weird. Like I just didn't feel like I was watching history at all. And it's I definitely wasn't watching history. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching it, and like you know, it's usually it's like when you see something historic, it's like, well, damn, like this is very cool. But the fact that four guys did it did not move the needle at all for me. Like not at all, not even the slightest. I doesn't. I don't. I'm not even like conflicted about it. Like, oh, I'm not even like, well, the Yankees are the only one. I, no, this it wasn't impressive to me at all. To to me, the the team no hitter like jumped the shark last night. The I feel like show, it, I feel like it already had. Yeah, that's true. But last night was the biggest stage that they've done. So I think that. Like that's, could you tell? Could you tell me how many? Uh, team no hitters there were this year. I mean, there's the one that we know about because it happened to the Yankees with Javier. The, the but Dodgers weren't there other were, ones? I'm sure there was at least a couple more. Right, and you probably couldn't even remember who started those games. No, no, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. It's a no hitter, but it's just it's different. It's not the it's not the same. Yeah, if it's one guy going through, gotten it out, it's something. But I, I just it doesn't like I get like the team uh, accomplishment of it all, but and it's definitely a team should absolutely celebrate it. But in fact, those in the in the World Series does not make it any more special to me than a regular season one. It was a it was a win. The biggest thing about yesterday was getting the win. Even now, if they win game. this game and then win in six, is it elevated a little bit? I don't think so because I mean they came out and like Schwarber went yard. His first the first first guy it wasn't like they were completely dominating and in, in their heads or anything. I mean Schwarber came out good next the first the first battle of the game got a hit. So right, but they only have one run now. Like that could have been like 
that could have almost been like uh, Javier's El Duque moment. Just save the season. Game four, down 2-1, and now they just go on. Uh, is, no, he pitched, he pitched great. The bullpen pitched great. Um, could have uh, – I don't think I don't think it's elevated because it's a because of the no hitter at all. I think it, it's a great performance, but I don't, it doesn't go any much further than that. I don't think it's I don't think it's important historically the no hitter. The win the win is what matters. Wins all. That all matters. right. I think if they win five and six, it'll be remembered more fondly. Maybe. And also because they're gonna they're gonna show highlights of like the home run derby that was game three, Harper and Schwarber and yeah, I mean a million guys went deep, and then it's gonna be like that's like the game of the of the postseason for the Astros if they go on to win it. Yeah, no, I guess it gets elevated, but I don't think it like historically, not because of like no hitter, but just because it's a great performance. Like the like you're right, the El Duque, the Clemens, you know, against Seattle, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um but I don't think it's it's like oh remember that game four no hitter. I mean I, do, I guess it will be talked about that way, but I don't think it's well. It depends if they lose game five and six, then it's an afterthought. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it depends how what they they follow up, what they follow up with there. Is Verlander done. It looks like he's hugging Dusty. Mm. Uh, you possibly have. What's that? How many pitches could he possibly have? And you have the bottom of the order coming up, right? Yeah, he just got through the six, five, and guess the house is five. So he's got six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, coming up. And by uh, the way, if it go if it goes seven, you got to go hop short rest. Yeah, enough of McCullers, man. Jesus, no, you can't see McCullers again. No. McCullers is no. a net negative. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason Javier came out. I was thinking it in real time. Because I was like, Javier's mowing them down. They're through six. It's five nothing. It just felt like the game was over. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this is a little too cute managing, but you have your A relievers locked and loaded. Like, pull Javier now, 92 pitches, then he can go out there for game seven. I mean, if you blow that game, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, know? I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's cute. I think it's just you go out there and you you give them. You, you are thinking ahead a little bit, but you give them the best you can. You went and you go and you win the game. You you you're not looking for like, you're not looking for the B team to come in and and close things out. You're going to the guys who are going to do it. Yeah, Dusty's in no position to kind of. I mean, how many years? How many years manager does he have left? 73 years old. Yeah. yeah. He's in no he's in no position to worry about uh whether he's uh, getting cute or not. This is it's about winning winning that night. And he may have PTSD to uh the World Series 20 years ago. They blew a five nothing lead the Giants. I'm just saying it could be. Troy Glaus. Troy Glaus, Scott Spezio with his oh. dyed goatee. Ugh. You, yeah, that, that's like the, one of the biggest stains on Dusty's career is uh, letting the rally monkey become remembered in any mm. capacity. Because the rally monkey is one of the more embarrassing baseball things yeah, maybe in my monkey. lifetime. Just, Probably. Yeah, rally, maybe I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't no. enjoy the rally monkey. It reminded me of that monkey from Outbreak that brought the the oh, AIDS over or whatever it oh, was. Yeah. The original it was COVID. something. 
<laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, I didn't think about the the real life consequences of that kind of stuff. Fucking Patrick Dempsey brought it back on that that coach flight. He's like coughing and sneezing on people, and it's a peach flying petri dish. That's what we yeah. talked about. We everybody knew what was coming when COVID hit because we all remember outbreak. Yeah, oh yeah, outbreak was the blueprint. Yeah, outbreak was like yeah. It was nice seeing Philly. I did enjoy the, the crowd last night in Philly. Yeah, maybe it, that, that might have been a little bit why it didn't play as well, because the crowd was just dead. It was awesome because yeah. it was almost like, yeah, this is the playoffs, motherfucker. This is what this is what it's supposed to be like. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Mm-hmm. Feeble at bat after feeble at bat. Not supposed to be home run derby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was fun. About, we know everything about feeble at bats. Right. So, I, yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. When we get back to Houston, I might – I don't know. I, I find myself not really liking the Phillies. Yeah, they, oh, they're... Schwarber's fucking nails. Yeah. The guy's nails. Mr. October, for sure. And Harper's, uh, just, Harper's just fun to watch. I don't, I, don't have anything, I don't have anything against Harper at all. Maybe it's the – Fans, there's the crowd. Big part of it is the fans. Yeah, I know. There's something about those those, Eagles. Yeah, those Phillies. Yes, there's a fucking ground ball hit. Oof, legged it out. Like those people sitting behind the plate, those Phillies hats. Like they look like they just got them at the team store two hours ago. Yeah, I mean that's people sitting behind home plate. I mean that's everybody (laughs) behind a home plate at every. That's just a World Series crowd too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that Marlon's man is not there, right? I don't think he's been at any game. Is he too big of a bitch for uh for Philly? Would he get is that like a place where they'd be hostile towards him? I don't know. They're hostile towards Mattress Mac. Who is Mattress Mac? I saw this online, this old guy. Like who's Mattress Mac? He's um he's he's a mattress store owner. <laughs> Is and he related think, to my pillow? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think my pillow I mean, guy turned out to be like a crackhead, right? Crack pot. I don't think he's a crackhead. Oh, I thought he was he's legitimate a big, on drugs. He's a big trumper. Right, but I thought there was something with drugs with him. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe he's got a good quality to him too that we don't know about. Um I don't know if it was the good drugs. That'd be his most redeeming quality if he was on cocaine. Let's see. Yeah, this guy looks like he should be on cocaine. Oh yeah. This guy actually the my pillow guy, his Wikipedia picture, it looks like what's his face from Die Hard, like grew up 20 years later. The guy who gets whacked. Will uh Ellis, is that his name? I gotta see from Die Hard. Yeah, you know Ellis with the beard. Ellis, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Uh, that's probably not the line, but he says something like that. <laughs> all right, I can see that a little bit. <laughs> he looks like him, all sick, yeah, like all coked out, like he did two, one too many lines. He's floating. He's flying. Uh. Oh yeah, I guess it was he was previously. He self-published a book. What are the odds from crack addict to CEO? Oh, he was a crack addict. Wow. He was a crack addict. I had him as like a guy who found crack later on, but I guess he used to be. He's a guy. <laughs> PT odds. 
Oh, crap. Well, I guess I got to read that book. I didn't realize. Uh, I want to hear his. I want to hear the low, of the, the low of the lows from Mike Lindell. Mike so, Lindell. So I'm not going to be able to tell the Mattress Mac profile like that perfectly, but he owns furniture stores in Houston or in the Houston area. Guess he's like a great community guy, like takes care of the community, gives back, that kind of shit. Um, he, uh, how does this work? So he does something where if the Astros win the World Series, if you bought furniture within whatever time frame, you get it for free. But he also, okay. I don't know, how does this work? Because he also put like a gigantic bet on the Astros to win the World Series, but like a $10 million bet. Oh, so that's, that so makes sense. So it kind of evens out. Right. So if they lose, he loses $10 million. But if they win, he may, you know, he's he's got the biggest like sports bet in history of Vegas to back him up. So it was like, yeah, he's hedging his bets basically. Um, and people love him for it because he puts his money where his mouth is, but he also like during times of need, he opens his stores for people and takes care of whatever it is. Like I forget that because I don't know what the full story of Mattress, Mattress Mac, but he's like a local hero, a legend. Or... Jim James Franklin Mac- Meckingvale. That's his name. Meckingvale. Mecking- Meckingvale. Meckingvale. Mouthful that last name. Yeah. Mattress Mac. That's why he goes with Mac. Yeah, it's got it's got to go. Got to go. Mattress Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. How bad was the shit talk towards him? Did it get physical? No, I, I didn't even know. I saw like one time, and I just saw somebody saying "fuck you, fuck you." I don't even know if it was him or the other person. I saw another video with him, where it was a Philadelphia fan near his seats, so they're nice seats, good seats. And yeah. he was like, "Hey," he's like. Um, I hear you're a pretty good guy, but uh, hope you lose your bet. <laughs> like very cordial, <laughs> not That's very friendly, friendly shit talk. Yeah, not very. And Mattress Mac was like, I, I wouldn't have it any other way, um, or I wouldn't expect any less, or something like that. You know, very, yeah, very friendly, very cordial, very, very unfilly like. Yeah, I've never um, even been to Philly. I don't even know if I know anyone from Philly, but it's just the reputation that they have is just ingrained in me. You've seen Rocky a bunch of times. Yeah, I think that hurts them a little bit too, that like their biggest hero is fictional. <laughs> their two biggest heroes is, you know, a fictional character and a backup quarterback. <laughs> That's a good point. Rocky and Foles. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Where's who's... Mike Schmidt? Is Mike Schmidt had like a falling out with the organization? Like why isn't he... He didn't pass away, did he? I don't think so. Like, he seems like a weird guy, though. Tim McGraw is there. So, yeah, I saw Tim McGraw there. I saw like Utley and was it yes? Was it last night? Utley, Howard, and maybe Rollins threw out pitches. Mm-hmm. They threw out to, to Miles Teller and uh, Mac Ronald McDonald. Like, why couldn't <laughs> they get? That's, that's a little weird to me. Wait, Mac you from Old Sunny, right? Yeah, I know yeah. it's Philly guys, but. Yeah. You can't get like, I don't know, X ball. Tonight was actually kind of cool what they did. They did. You see that? They had. Well, no, that was fucking lame. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I hate the Astros, but Altuve drilling a triple right after that. What you know? 
what oh, are they? Elf, off a of Syndergaard. Oh, after the Meek Mill. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't even, I know Meek Mill's from Philly. I couldn't, like, Meek Mill's like past my, way past my rap expiration date. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, what they did was they did uh, Lidge, Brad Lidge throwing it to Carlos Ruiz, which was the, the battery for the final out in 08. When they that's, yeah. That's, that's cool. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yep. So that was good. Yeah. Are you well, fr- are you familiar with uh, with uh, what uh, Hell Week for Navy SEALs? Have you heard of this? Yeah, I don't know what's totally involved, but I have an idea. Like, I have an idea. It's like the worst week of your life, and it's just complete <laughs> fuckery. I, I I was watch. I wasn't listening to a podcast, but I just saw a clip of it online. I don't know what podcast it was, but it was one of the guys who killed bin laden okay and uh he was talking about that and then and he talked about uh hell week for a second and he says that they so it starts on a sunday afternoon sunday evening maybe like they Mm -hmm. wake you up and you basically don't sleep until friday night oh so it's like five, four, four. I think it's over four straight days, maybe almost close to five straight days. And it's not only that you don't sleep, you're constantly moving. You're constantly in, like exerting yourself doing something. They should just use this as the excuse when they got caught in uh, like Abu Dhabi. Like, oh, we were, these were, these are going to be, we were, we were training them to be part of us. It was just, it was just hell week for, they're not terrorists, they're future SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> I can piss it on him and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually get into the specifics of what they do. Apparently, it takes place in like San Diego, which seems like it should be in a worse place than that. Yeah. You can't well, have Hell Week in like the you know most gorgeous climate in, well, the, that's, in the America. Well, that's just for when it's over that you can go out in San Diego. True. That's true. You probably like when you're done with that, you can't even like go right to bed. It's not even. Well, you probably so watch some TV. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, if you're really not sleeping, once you go home, you might just take a shower and just fucking fall asleep for 36 hours. Oh yeah, true. That's that might. Yeah, once you take a once you take a shower, all bets are off. I've done. I mean, I've never that kind of that long, but I've done. I don't know, probably 30 some odd hours awake. I, I slept through a Super Bowl. I slept, I slept through the Eagles Super Bowl. Not not the Foles one, the McNabb one. Right, the one that they they lost. Yeah. Um, I slept through that one because I had done like an all-nighter and up all day working and then up all night working. And then I just, when I got home, it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. And I probably hadn't, I probably had left like 7 o'clock the previous day. If not, if not earlier, but those were early days, and then I just always got, I was out until I don't know, sometime Sunday, Monday. Monday morning. Yeah, that was a good Super Bowl to sleep through, though. <laughs> that one, it wasn't I, that good. I think I woke up and put it on, but then just kept sleep, like just slept through it. I think it was actually on, like in my room, but I don't. I don't Paul, Paul McCartney that. halftime show that year. I did not see that. I missed that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I die. 
I don't know what. Uh... So I have an article up right now. It's five and a half days. Oh, and this is the worst. This is the kicker. They wake you up to start the five and a half days after less than four hours of sleep. Nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Get a good night's sleep. Yeah, it consists of five and a half days of cold, wet, brutally difficult oh. operational training on fewer than four hours of sleep. Hell week tests, physical endurance, mental toughness, pain, and cold tolerance. Teamwork, attitude, and your ability to perform work under high physical and mental stress and sleep deprivation. That is, I'm winded just reading that sentence. That was a little bit of a run-on sentence. Um, not your fault. <laughs> it has a hell of a sentence. Uh, yeah, I would like to think of my younger days I could hang for a couple days, but I mean, I'm sure they're not. Not yeah, not with these activities <laughs> they're mean, doing. I mean, no shot. No, this is where this is the days. part. This is the part. You're no, stubborn. this is the part of the of the training where guys quit. And this is the one where they like they ring a bell and they just they they quit. They like they tap out. The way this yeah. guy described it was like your commanding officer tells you at the beginning of this, like this is your first go at this is your first uh, trip to war, and it's not a war against any opponent. It's a it's a it's a uh, battle it's against yourself against yourself your self-doubts everybody back home who told you you were crazy for doing this that you couldn't do this he's like and this is where like so many guys quit yeah I th- i'm sure i'd quit but i think i could hang for a couple days day <laughs> no hours. way you know navy seals navy seals we're talking about these guys are weapons they're a you, weapon right but you don't think like you like you think within an hour i'm quitting I mean, it's in, it's constant. Like, you're, there's no sitting around. It's constant endurance. Like, right. you're just. What are you saying? But how long are you giving me? Forty minutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this. I mean, I gotta see. I gotta like see what the first hour is. Like, what are they doing? I, like, is if this... it's like running, if it's running, I'm probably gonna quit. I don't fucking run. That's true. Yeah. Is that is this um. At the end of their like training, is it, or the beginning of their training? I'm pretty sure this is the end. Yeah, this, this is when the, the most guys quit. Yeah. Yeah. So how could you quit after? Getting- oh, wait a minute. Never mind. It is held early on in the third week of first phase, before okay. the Navy makes an expensive investment in SEAL operational training. Yeah. I think I could. Only 25 percent of SEAL candidates make it through Hell Week. I'm saying like 20, 20 years old. Like. I maybe then as one I could give it a run. Best shape, you know, about, about the best shape of my life. Maybe not. Tw- I was probably better shape, like eighteen, nineteen. <sighs> but I think I, I, I give it a run. I don't think I don't think I'm lasting the full week. I'm not. I'm not crazy to think that. But I mean, if I was, if I was, if I wanted to be a Navy SEAL, I think I would. I think I'd be training for it forever. I would have nothing on my mind other than getting through that. Um. The worst part about that is like it's just the people that are administering the Hell Week. They keep it's like hockey lines. They just keep running new lines in to fuck with you, and they come in all hyped up, ready to ready to fucking murder you. They want to be the one that makes you quit. So of like, course, you want to break them. They're well rested. They haven't been. They they got a good night's sleep the night before. They've been through <laughs> this. They've been through this before, so they want to be sure that you know they're at least as tough as they got it. 
and if not, if not worse. <laughs> I mean, I saw right, that. They, I saw that. It's like they bring in. It's now. like they bring in Baldwin and like oh, in uh, Gary Glenn Ross. They bring in somebody who's just ready to fuck with you. Yeah, just ready. It's to a add new guy fight. constantly. I, I saw the pledging of attorney man. Like each class after us, it just got worse and worse because they were like, "Well, we got it bad, so we'll give it to them bad," and they'll just double down on this turn the heat up on this like it'll just get worse and worse is because well we went through it you might as well go through it too with a little bit of our own flavor to it um so i mean i got through i got through a hell week i got through fraternity hell week you're not getting through navy seal hell week (laughs) hell day you're not getting through hell hour (laughs) i think i could do an hour there's actually a chapter. Maybe I'll read this at some point. It's 30 pages. It's a chapter from Hell Week. And I'll read it and then I'll I'll report back next show. Yeah, you got you're you're judging me now. You gotta you got I'm not judging you now. I'm judging in my heyday. We're talking about like the most elite at, well, I don't know. Would you call them athletes? I guess you got to call them athletes, yeah, technically. I think they're athletes, but they you know they also got mental toughness and they got Every, to me, like a Navy, if you're a Navy SEAL, like after Hell Week, after this, like you're on the Zero Dark Thirty mission. To me, like you could do anything. Like you could just, like you could walk into a room with like 10 average dudes, 10 average dudes try and jump you, and you should be able to put them all to sleep. That'd be awesome. You're basically, it's like a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. Right? I feel like you should be trained at everything. Those guys, any, any situation, yeah, they're like my, they're real life MacGyvers. Yeah, exactly. I was yep. thinking of the. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. I just couldn't. But Mac, MacGyvers, but um, MacGyvers, but with like a yeah, that Jackie Chan to them. Just, just anything <laughs> like they could. They're trained in, in any like any sort of fighting. They're just it, every craft they're yep. good at. Yep. Right. How am I saying I hang the whole week? <laughs> I gotta read this chat. I gotta see what's involved in like, they the probably uh, look you you they they probably wake you up, they put you in a car, they probably drive 40 minutes someplace. You think I'm not gonna survive the car ride? <laughs> Four hours of sleep. I don't know. <laughs> maybe the guy nodding off in the back. They'll get really mad at this that. Is maybe they're just playing Meek Mill the whole time. Like, whoa, no, no, let me out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. Uh, all right, I but I'll, all right. No faith in me, and also well, like, I, I, there's nobody I know personally that I would say could last more than an hour. Not one person. I know people who like, oh, they go hard at the gym or whatever. You're not hanging with Navy SEALs. But if uh, I mean, if you these guys are these guys like these guys are different, like upstairs mentally. These guys are different creatures. Okay, so if uh, pull me off the street, that's one thing. But what if I was like going there to do that? Like, what if my my life goal? What if my life goal was to do that? You give me like some. Will you give me a better shot. Well, like if you like graduated high school and you're like, hey, I'm gonna be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. Yeah, I would think you'd make it through the first hour, I would hope. It's like you're <laughs> training. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Give me a day. And I was training for it my whole life. 
Oh man. I mean, I don't know if I like. <laughs> I don't know if I could stay awake for five and a half hours if I was sitting here with coffee and just constantly banging espressos. Oh, I wonder if they get. I wonder if they give you that. They give you smelling salts. They must have smelling salts. I know. What do they do for food? Like they they gotta feed them or something. It's got definitely water. You definitely gotta give them water. Yeah. I wonder gonna, what they do for food. Probably nothing, man. I mean, or if, or minimal. I may have to read this entire book now. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah we have to do a whole show on it. Um, yeah, I gotta say it, another good job by Philly was bringing these uniforms back. These are the nicest uniforms you're gonna see all playoffs. The baby blues, yeah. The, well, are they baby blues? They're not quite baby blues. They're a little darker than that, right? Are baby blues like the mm. Carolina, like Carolina bluish? I guess you could they, say those are a little darker. I don't know if they can say baby blues. Maybe T. Not teal. Teal blue, the same as baby. Teal's like the Marlins. Oh yeah, I just I love like I love the maroon helmets. I don't know why, love them. No, yeah, that's like something you eat ice cream out of. That's an ice cream helmet. Oh, it's a great ice cream helmet. Yeah, yep, that's a nice one. Uh, what kind of blue? Robin's egg blue. What's oh, that? that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's the one. Hmm. I think it is Robin's egg. Well done. Robin Roberts. Was he a Philly? I think he might have been. I think he was. Hall of Famer Robin Roberts. A forgotten Hall of Famer. Mm. Also, Sports Center anchor Robin Roberts. Yes. Good day, America. Good yeah, good morning, America. Yeah. People still watching that shit. Straight to see Strahan, I think. Ugh. Yeah. Those shows, I can't do those shows. Those are like yeah. waiting room shows, right? Yeah. Dentist yeah. office. Yep. At, at, the, at best. At best. Yeah, it's yeah, just what? like it's like news is entertain like it's all news is entertainment anyway now, but uh that's like that's like the heart of the beast, the today show and that shit. Mm. Not for me. No. All right, we'll stay a quick break. We'll be back here with uh, part two of our show. And we are back. That was quick. Um, I'm going to mention this real quick. I don't want to spend any time on this at all, but Joe Davis and John Smoltz stink. They are terrible. No, you're not in on them? Oh, I think Davis is atrocious. I feel like he's reading off a script. I feel like somebody's writing something for him. He's reading it, every like everything he says. Yeah, he, he's a little green. I would say. I feel like he's they, not just green. I think he's boring. There's nothing really, nothing really, to, nothing good to say at all. When they cut to him in the booth, does it feel like he's like being held there against his will? He just, well, he's, if anything, he seems like a little awkward. Like looking at this dude, they just showed him. That's why I bring it up. But he's like how he smiles at the camera. Just very awkward. So yeah. they, that might have been another reason. And then Schwarber, ground ball is second. They get out of a little jam there. Uh, Using gets out of a little jam there. Um, and we go to the seventh? Seventh. Joe Davis is 34 years old. They're probably paying him like a fraction of what Buck was making. Oh, my God, yes. 
He's got nothing. You got to go out there and earn it. Yeah, well, he's earning his his current paycheck for sure. Um. Oh, jeez, you watch it. That wow. No, just uh, tonight. Tonight on the news, the synagogues are on alert. So that's great. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that one. I don't think. Oh. I got a Fox sixty-one. Oh something. yeah, I think I get that was like a Fox New York thing right there. Local, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I can't believe Kyrie. That's all Kyrie's fault that synagogues are on alert now. Him and Kanye probably. Unbelievable, man. Teaming up. Jesus. I I don't I don't really understand even what they're fighting. I feel like they're arguing with themselves. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Kanye's going on? got Kanye's. The scary thing about Kanye is he's got like a legit following, right? Kanye's mm-hmm. got a millions of. I mean, I looked on Twitter before; it's thirty-one million followers, which yep. is a ton. Yep. But Kyrie doesn't have that, does he? Can be thirty-one million. I doubt it's that. Well, much. no, I'm not even talking about Twitter, but just like Kanye has influence. Yeah, no, Kanye definitely has influence wider than Kyrie's. Yeah, for sure. He's got the fashion line. Like people swear by his sneakers and his clothing and shit. Yeah, yep. Meanwhile, Kyrie he, meanwhile have Kyrie. he dresses like he's got he's got like the boots that you go into the sewer with. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand that. Hey, Kyrie's got four point six million followers. Maybe I'm maybe I'm naive. I don't know. I don't picture the average like basketball fan caring too much. Like I see Curry having influence. I could even see Durant having a little bit of influence. Like I mean, Giannis. But, yeah, but Curry uses his influence like to make game shows. LeBron's the only one who's got any real influence. Who? LeBron. LeBron James plays for, plays for Yeah, I know, I know. You mean like politically? And any, and like any, like as far as being having yeah, a reach Curry, bigger than the game. Well, but Curry, I, but I mean, influence like Curry, like everyone's tried to play like Curry now nowadays. Like kids. yeah, but that's but that's contained within basketball, though. We're talking about like a wider following. I think that's LeBron. You know, he does movies, a producer, the barbershop. But if Curry just started spouting off, could he influence people? He probably could. He's pretty popular. I don't know. That's not why he's he's not popular because he's like he's kind of popular because he's kind of not. Well, it starts with basketball. It always starts with basketball. Yeah, but I mean, people. I don't know. I I think people look at him kind of like as a safe type of hero. Yeah, and not the kind of guy who's gonna go out there and say ridiculous things or. I really don't even know what uh, like what the, what the, the deal is with with this uh, Hebrews to Negroes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So I guess um, I guess within the book there are I- ideas and maybe passages that are considered anti-Semitic. Oh, um, oh yeah. Okay. That part I got. <laughs> But I mean, I, to, to for me, the whole thing with Kyrie is like he just does not know how to answer these questions, and he talks down to people like he, he acts like he's the smartest guy in the room, 
I mean, you're sitting in a room full of reporters and he's getting upset that people are asking him questions about this shit. Like, at least have something prepared. It's good to say, like, back up what you're doing. Like, it was what he did was he sent it was a link for Amazon. And he's like, it's not a promotion, but like, why? Well, it's to a, a link to a page that you could buy something. How's that not a promotion? Like, I don't know what you think promotion is. But Kyrie if, also Kyrie also seems like the type of guy that would like go over like rehearsed answers with PR guys and then just go completely rogue. <laughs> Like what pissed me off the most, I think, was he's a reporter, and I don't know who the reporter was, and like I whatever, like reporters are some are scumbags and some are kind of creepy and shady in how they do things, but he's like Kyrie's going, Don't dehumanize me, don't dehumanize me. And then he starts calling up the guy, he's like, All you want to do is uh get famous for one more minute, get him, you know, or something like that. I'm like, don't dehumanize you, like you just did it to that fucking guy. Like, don't tell me you're all about peace and love and then talk shit to this guy for doing his fucking job and calling him, like, some kind of a parasite, basically. Oh, you just want to become famous for a few minutes. What the fuck are you talking about? Don't say don't... He's saying don't dehumanize me and then doing it to that guy. He's a fucking clown. He's a jerk-off. Yeah, he is. He... He, uh... These guys in Kanye would fit into this category they just they surround themselves they don't surround themselves with the right people yeah a lot of people disagree with them because they're on the payroll yeah whatever yeah yeah Yeah. like a normal normal people it's very unrelatable being these guys because the average nine to five guys with buddies he grew up with high school and college like would not let you just spout. I think think about all the trivial arguments you've had with buddies you've grown up with. Because yeah. yeah. they call you out when you say something stupid or something they they don't agree with. Yep. Like these guys clearly don't have that. Or if you do disagree with them, they just cut you out. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're out. Or yeah, they start sending screenshots of your text messages to them and call you like call you the animal. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Now with Kanye, like, I, that one I'm really not following at all. But I mean, he, he seems to have some issues. I, I just don't. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I can't even begin to like pretend I have any kind of knowledge about. Um, he is a weird guy. I don't know if he. I. I and and here's the thing for both of them. I don't really under. I don't really know what their stance is on Jews. They just they just keep saying that I'm not anti-Semitic. Like. Wh- People are asking you a lot of questions about Jews, and you're not really answering anything except saying that I'm not anti-Semitic. And there's a lot of racists out there who would say, I'm not racist. A lot, in fact, yeah. a lot of racists' favorite saying is, I'm not racist, but... You know what I mean? I'm not racist, but I just paid a settlement to my ex-trainer <laughs> uh, for promoting, for you know, praising Hitler. Or <laughs> yeah. wh- whoever he paid off. Yeah. I forget what the story said. So, I mean, it's just like... You're, you're, you're spouting off things or you, you're putting things into the world and you're not really prepared to talk about them the right way and for Kanye he I don't know he he, he goes it sounds like he just goes off the handle and talks not I mean he's gotten released by every company that has you know paid him money in the past, you know everybody does any kind of business with him right um has let him go Adidas right Adidas whenever else yeah a few of them I don't know all the names of them and then, pretty good um, rundown by Guriel. <laughs> yeah, held up. Got got the runner a second. Yep. Um, 
So I don't. His his seems to go like a little deeper than whatever Kyrie's doing with Kyrie. He just like like it. Like I said, the worst part about it is he talks to talks to everybody like they're a fucking moron and they need to know exactly what he's talking about just because he said it. Like again, we're fucking nine to fivers. The reporters are nine to fivers. Like we get up, we go to work, we do our thing, we go home. You know, we have a beer, we go to bed. We don't know what the fuck you're doing, Kyrie. We don't. We don't know what goes on in your mind because you're not telling us so i don't and 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 he was basically i guess he was asked today to just come out and say you know that he likes or doesn't have a problem with jewish people and like wouldn't say it like all right man like we're like what do you want us to think like tell me that you're not tell me that you like you know this group nah tell me you don't tell me you don't have a problem with this group well i'm not gonna go that far and say that but maybe brooklyn's not the place for you it seems like the wrong place to be. Seems <laughs> like, yeah. But again, I don't know if even them's anti-semi. I really don't know. I really don't know because I don't understand their stances at all. Like, it's 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 very weird. And they're like, they both of them say, "Well, I can't be anti-Semitic because I I basically I am Jewish." Like, but you're saying that the Jews stole your identity, or at least that's one of the parts of this whole story. So I'm like, well, if but but you know those people are like the people that stole your identity. So you think, so and also if this all that, goes, I don't, that part I don't follow. Right, if this all goes back to being, we are the chosen people of God, then like then I'm out. I'm out of this completely. Oh, that's out, probably what it is. I'm out completely. I don't want nothing to do with this conversation. Like I'm not going to argue. If you're the, the look, both groups have been through a lot of shit in their day. I'm going to say if you if either of you is the chosen people of God, you have a lot of complaints to vile with that guy. A lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're basically Kevin in home alone. He forgot something. He was on the plane and he was like, I think I forgot something. You were the garage door. <laughs> Just imagining God on the plane to Paris, the Jews. Yeah. Oh, I was man. thinking like, Jesus Christ. So, you know, Jews stole their culture or stole their religion. I was just like, you know, all those fasting holidays. I think is that is that what this is about? Well, I get, those, I think ho- got, those holidays stink. You're going back to like the beginning, like like the beginning of civilization, and trying to, to like, be, why are we fighting battles? I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's like it's where I've come, like on Columbus in the in like recent years. Like I don't understand why people today are fighting battles for Columbus, who was you know, in the 1400s. Like, why are you going back to fight battles that were fought, like, in the beginning of civilization? It doesn't fucking make sense to me. Like, let's fucking live now. It's you know? it's the God thing. I think it's the God thing now that you think about it. Because why would you be mad about... What about their, like, culture, their religion? Do you, like, do you feel like you're missing out on? Well, I, I think... I don't think that they think, like, the Jewish religion is their religion. I think it's like that's what the Jews did with religion after they stole their culture. I guess. I don't think it's like, oh, we should be the Jews. I don't think it should be like a bunch of African Americans with yarmulkes running around. I don't know right. That's the way, picturing it. That's yeah, the way I'm picturing it. That's the way I'm picturing it. Working the Diamond District and, uh, I don't know, celebrating Purim. Like, I don't think that's what it is. Right. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, oh, they stole. Rosh Hashanah from us. Right. I think it's like in the beginning of time, they were the chosen people of God and the Jews stepped in. They were like, no, 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 no. 
over there. You guys wait over there. Yeah. Really, like, again, doesn't make any sense to me to, to even like have this conversation or to be concerned about it. No, I know less about it now, I think, than I ever have. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Hmm. You know more about Mattress Mac and less about the... uh... I learned about Mattress Mac in Hell Week a little bit. Yeah, but But, uh, we've gone backwards here. Going backwards when it comes to Kanye and Kyrie. Well, yeah, I think just now he needs to go back to Duke, take some, like, Communications classes, public speaking classes, like do the whole like uh, probably where it started, probably where the anti-Semitism started. It's probably a good point. Mm-hmm. Send him to Berkeley. Starts at the top, Coach K. Starts at the top. <laughs> yeah, Coach K is right. Two more Ks. What do you got? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a few Ks in that last name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's like it's also like at the same time it's so predictable with Kyrie. And exhausting, like another fucking year. He's just like, okay, on the court. It's what it's nothing about that actual what's going on, on the court. Like, I'm not a shut up and dribble guy, but his case is shut the fuck up and play basketball. Like, yeah, I don't want to see him play because you know, if he had something worthwhile to say or something or something thoughtful or something coherent to say, like, fine. Like I don't get like I don't get mad at anybody. For I don't care if it's LeBron. I don't care if it's <clears throat> who was it? Nick Bosa. Like whatever. Oh, the Bosas are yeah. yeah. I think the Bosas are outspoken. Like, I can say whatever you want. Like if it's you, you believe in, it's fine. But at least be thoughtful about it in some way, and at least communicate it in a way that doesn't make it seem like you think anybody else is an idiot that doesn't understand it immediately because you fucking posted something on Instagram. It's exhausting. I'm sorry we spent this much time on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, he's a, I don't know how to explain him. He's a different, he's a different breed, Kyrie. Yeah. I don't know. I can't get into the head of, uh, of that guy. He's just difficult. That's like the word I would use to describe him. He's difficult. That's, difficult for the sake of being difficult. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. But uh and that was with the vaccine thing. Like it wasn't <laughs> when I was like get ripping them for uh for not getting vaccinated. Like I get I actually do understand some of like the top athletes being skeptical and not wanting to get it. Mm-hmm. Um but in his case I was like this is just him this is just something in a long line of distractions. If it's if it's when it's one, and I even said, once this is lifted, it's going to be another thing. Now, I didn't think it was going to be him, you know, being, uh, you know, the second coming of the H-man, Hitler. Mm. But, like, I knew it was going to be – I knew once the vaccine thing was over, I, you knew it was going to be another thing. And at some point, at some point, this will pass, too, and it will be another thing. So it's always going to be something. He'll probably end up being just, like, blackballed from the league. Like no one's gonna want to touch them because once you get a little bit old and your skills diminish a little bit, then it's like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. can't put up with this. Well, just because I feel like I feel like one of these morons is gonna run for office at some point. I don't know if it's, oh, I mean, maybe, yeah. not, maybe not Kyrie, but maybe Kyrie will be adjacent to it. I, mean, I don't know if Kanye has the mental capacity to do it. 
like Elon Musk is a candidate. Like I don't, I would not be surprised if one Elon Musk runs for president. Um, Musk is definitely running for president in the next 15, 20 years. Like I'll that's a fact. I, I could almost, in my mind, I'm not gonna guarantee it, but in my mind, that seems like a sure thing. I mean, when you talk about like Trump winning, open the floodgates for any schmuck who wants to run to run. Like The Rock had mentioned running, like, Rock, yeah. like I, you know, like nothing is out of the realm possibility. Um, Zuckerberg, I mean, Ugh. I don't think he'll, I don't think he's nearly as as popular as Musk, but Musk is uh, fucking Portnoy. Won't be surprised if he tries something at some point. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Portnoy would. No, he likes his pizza stuff too. He, I think he likes his lane. I think he knows his lane. He likes his lane, but he's got the following for it. All he does guys, have the following for it. All these guys, my biggest, well, Musk, I guess not Zuckerberg, but like Musk. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg couldn't, he couldn't handle all the uh, the speaking. He couldn't handle yeah. that. Like Portnoy could, Zuckerberg couldn't, he can't talk. So my, so my, pro, like, I might have in, like certain individual problems with Musk and Portnoy, but my biggest problem is their followers, the people who just worship them. And Rogan, like I like Rogan, probably the three of them, the guy I like the most. Yeah, Rogan, like, has, well, Rogan has the biggest. He actually, of those three guys, Rogan would probably have the best chance to win. But I also, like, I also don't model my entire thinking after Joe Rogan. Like, I do I, nah. like, I like that he sits down for three hours with uh, fucking Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. He said that one. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but yeah, he says on Kiedis for fucking three hours is great. Or he sits down with, I don't know, uh, Kenny. Uh, what's his name? Kenny Rod, not Kenny Rogers. The other one, the cool one, the stoner. Kenny Chesney. No, 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 definitely no. not the cool one. Kenny. Man, I don't know if it's a Kenny. No, I just uh, you know, Kid Rock, like, country, country singer, old school country singer, stoner. Uh oh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Yeah, I don't know. I was stuck on Kenny. I couldn't work it out there. Well, yeah. there's a lot of Kennys in the in the country community. Yeah. Like it's kind of it's cool, man. Like, does do I do I have pro like do I have a problem with some of the stuff he does and the people he gives like a, a voice to? Like, not I mean not not necessarily giving a voice to him, but how he handles them. Yeah, I think you should definitely be harder on some people, but that's not what he does, and people think that's admirable for some reason. I don't. I think you get somebody in the room. That you should challenge him on everything that you can. Especially, you know. I mean, I don't know his. I, I don't know his beliefs, per se. Who Rogan? Yeah, and I don't really necessarily know him. I mean, I know like, read him and that kind of shit, but I don't think he's. Yeah. I don't think he's like a MAGA, but I th- no. But I think there's probably some Republican values in there. I think there's some Democratic values in there as well. But again. My problems with Joe Rogan. He voted for Gary Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> My problems with Rogan, like, like I said, are the people the biggest problem? One of the biggest problems with them is the people who follow him and like worship him, and like that's their identity. <laughs> it's being a Joe Rogan guy. It's fucking crazy. He's a podcast host. You fucking kidding me? It's a podcast host. He's a comedian. Yeah, I think it's okay to be a fan of his. I, I think. There's certain people who hang on every word. Yeah, that's too so, much, man. That's because everyone's got every. Oh, this is it's nothing new for people to have 
a following. I mean, look at Springsteen's fans. Yeah, but you see the difference though. Like people make the Rogan thing a political identity, like yeah, a personality type. I don't think Springsteen fans are. I'm outside of music. Like I don't think they are. I'm sure there's some that do, but there's because obviously Bruce is very political. But I don't think people are hanging on to every word of Bruce's and swearing by everything he says politically to the point where it's like their thing. Like, I'm sure some people do agree with the shit he says. I mean, of course they do. Um, I just don't think it's as obsessive as like the Rogan people. Are you sure the Rogan people are as obsessive as you think? He made, because he, it's startling when you hear like how 9 million downloads per episode and you're like, holy shit. But I mean, like I could be, I don't have Spotify. I'm listening to like clips on YouTube when I listen to Rogan, but like I'm one of those 9 million, let's say I'm not like, Oh, Joe Rogan believes this. I need to think that. No, I don't think all 9 million of those people are like that. No, but if you go just, like I see it on Twitter, like a lot of people. And again, you don't know if these are trolls or, Take them out their word, like in goodwill. There's what they actually believe, but there's a lot of people who just who will defend Rogan, and this is just me taking the temper. This is not me like obsessing and going through and looking at all these replies and shit. This is yeah. me like seeing like Rogan trending, looking at what's trending, going through a couple posts and seeing the people defending him, and a lot of people defend him and say, well, you know, I feel I don't have like specific examples, but. Like, oh, well, Rogan said this, you know, maybe he said this now, but he said this in the past. And it's like, yeah, going to bat for a guy for no reasons, being his online lawyer for no reason. And that shit to me. Yeah, those people are strange. Yeah. Like, I don't like the, like, I get kind of defending a manager or like a coach or something and like a sporting thing. If they get, they do something wrong and they, or they do something and it it backfires. I get, being like a fan and being like, oh, well, nine times out of 10, that works, right? Nine times out of 10, you want this guy to have the bat in their hands or this, you know, this quarterback to have the chance to win the game, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I get that as a fan. That's sports talk. But when it's like real life talk and he didn't mean this, but he meant that. And no, he really believes this, even though he said that, like, that's a, that's a person. Like, you don't need to, let me make my own judgments about him without you fucking chiming in and tell me why I'm wrong. Right. It's just, it's very strange to me that whole dynamic. And I feel like the Portnoy people are kind of the same with they, they're just obsessive. They go after anybody who attacks Portnoy. Oh yeah. He acknowledges it. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very weird. These are girl. These are grown men and grown, uh... grown men going to their defense, like grown men, grown nine to fivers going to their defense. Very weird to me. It's a tribalism. People like being a part of like a community. Yes. Like, look, we all, this is us. Yeah. We're yeah, all wearing the same uniform. And look at me. I'm the big, <laughs> I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest fan of all. I'm the best yeah. fan of all. Maybe, but, maybe they'll let me in like the top echelon of that tribe if I just keep defending them or I just keep. Maybe I could be the next Jamie on yeah. the Rogan podcast. Yeah, Jamie's still hanging in there, huh? 
I just, but here's the thing. I don't, like, I feel like Bill Maher has a following. John Stewart has a following. But I don't feel like their followings are as, what's the word? Passionate. Know, passionate and ag- aggressive was not the word I'm looking for, but kind of aggressive. Uh, one-sided. Not what's what's a synonym for one-sided? Oh, I like this the what the synonym game. Yeah. Um, un, un- transparent. Balanced. That's not nope. Uh, but yeah, but I I know what you, I know what you mean though, and that's that's what it comes down to. It's like they just they are that's their team. They're digging their heels in and. That's their personality and that's their beliefs. Wherever he goes, I go. Yeah. That's very strange to me. Yeah. People uh no, people are fucked up. If you're not critical the internet if, fucks people up. If you're not critical of people, even the people you admire, I don't I don't I don't get it. There's nobody that's like it's also maybe a little bit of a pride thing with me. Like there's nobody that, like there's people smarter than me out there. I'm also capable of deducing whatever the situation is and figuring it out for myself. Like I, I'll take what this person says into consideration, then I'll look at everything else and I'll figure it out. And I might end up agreeing with them or not. But in the end, you know. And then if you, also, this, oh, go ahead. No, see, I was gonna say I also think Twitter, like when you read somebody defending one of those guys it's hard to it's hard to humanize them like if you actually had them in a room and got to know them you might see that they're a normal dude but when you just read that tweet it's like oh my god well yes this is cringeworthy i'm not i'm trying to judge it like individually but just the fact that it happens a lot from different people yeah you know what i mean no it's weird to me because i don't yeah i don't mix it up at all i'm not going to defend I, mean, I love Derek Jeter. I've never put anything in writing on Twitter defending Derek Jeter. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't see the point in it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, you someone says something about him in my presence, I'll fucking go to bat for him. But not like, yeah. But if somebody was like, "Oh, Derek Jeter's a scumbag because of the whole uh, gift basket thing," you're not going to sit there and dig. Oh no, well, really, he was trying to be a nice guy to these girls. Oh, <laughs> I could give. A, I could give a fuck. I don't care if he gave out a thousand gift baskets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually one of the people we went to the Yankee games with said that it was like a friend of a friend's story that said it was true. Story was like passed through a couple times. Another notch on his belt, and it was before like that story came out. So yeah, I don't care. I mean, he denied it, but like, what are you gonna do? Say it's true? Like, you gotta deny it. He made light of it some somewhere, right? Was it in the documentary? He made light of it. He said something about it. He- yeah, well, he denied it though. He said it was false, and like somebody said, somebody came up to him at a coffee shop and was like, "I give out gift baskets now," and he's like, "You're a fucking idiot." He told him, just walked <laughs> away from the guy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's something where who cares? No, if that's, no, your, no, if that's like, your biggest scandal. No, I know, but I feel like like the Rogan people like would or the Portland people would come and just. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's some people who yeah. They like they love to spin. They love to they love to play the spin game. I'm sure there's some Jeter people that would too, just because they feel like it's their. They need to defend the sanctity of Derek Jeter, but I do that with his defense, though. Like I don't need to do it with <laughs> but that's sports talk. See that again? That's sports talk. 
That I get. Yeah. <laughs> he made every play. Not a guy I'd rather have the ball hit to in a big yeah. spot. Yep. Yeah. No, no saber metrics are going to tell you otherwise. <laughs> right. 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 No, no statistic. IKF. <clears throat> IKF's not coming for defense. <laughs> well, 2023, maybe. It's not, it's not counted out. There's Pena. Pena, who adding insult to injury as we were using him as the example of here's how you handle a guy, was the first uh, rookie shortstop to win the Gold Glove Award ever in the history of fucking baseball. Is that right? Yeah. First rookie shortstop to win it. And I'm assuming that's because there's always like a few shortstops in the league that have won it a couple times and you find out they always kind of it's one of those awards that especially at shortstop same guys tend to win over and over again right yeah i don't know who that would be now uh guys who oh guys who were just like you you pencil them in yeah those like omar omar oh hit and run and run opposite field. I mean, that's something that we – I mean, can you imagine Glaber Torres pulling that one off? No, not at all. Maybe Jose Trevino. I mean, that's, that's a, well, Trevino's was like a little more in the air, but that's a Trevino-esque hit. Yeah. Not trying to do it. This is what he did. Um, Philly just out of gas. Philly? Yeah, just out of it. I don't know, man. It's two to one. Ain't no outs. Two men on. Going back to the pen. They took that. They took that magic carpet ride. All the, all the, you know. It's got an expiration date. Turn into a pumpkin. Wow. This is you. Uh, you don't see them winning Game Six in Houston, pushing to Game Seven. I mean, if they this, got a if shot this, if, this, if this game goes if this game goes sideways. That is, I I think they got a shot because of Wheeler, but I also think Framber could just mow him down and win World Series MVP. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna give out Framber too last week. He was eleven to one, but I was like, ah, hey, eleven to one isn't great odds. I mean, Javier was twenty-two to one coming into the series, which and he's definitely in play. To go seven. I mean, there's only so many guys to pick from. Eleven to one is not bad. I guess. Uh, Philly is not going to cover. Eagles are not going to cover. Yeah, twenty nine seventeen. Unless they do some wacky hair and take one to the house. Yeah, unless it's like Najee Harris last last year Monday night football last Monday night football game of the season. Did not are they, do... they going to run a play here? I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I guess call me old school, but I don't know if I'm doing that with my quarterback when the game's basically over. I got. I, I'm in that pool with your brother. You pick, you pick every game against the spread every week. Yeah. We've been pretty hot. We haven't won a week yet, but we've been pretty hot um, up at the top like every week. And today I was like, I think we're crazy, but I think we got to go to Houston tonight. And then, you know, retorted with all this stuff. And then, like, it was 
20 after eight. And I didn't realize it was that late. And I was like, all right. Well, cause he was like convinced that I was wrong. And I was like, all right, we'll go Philly. It's fine. But what was the spread? Game, 13 and a half. I think we got it at 12 and a half. <laughs> so it's even worse. Um, so, uh, fuck me. I think that's why, I, but I mean, I, I, I would have changed it to Philly, but the game had already started. So it didn't really matter. Um, so I should, my Houston was my original thought. Now I'm pissed at him for not sticking with Houston. Ah, Thursday night football in Houston. Short week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's tough. I'm pissed. So well, just, the World Cup starts November 20th. Ah, great. <laughs> Qatar. I know, man. People died making stadiums for that World Cup. They brought in David Robertson for Jordan. This is – I don't know about this. Oh, fucking curveball. Almost got <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Jeter, fucking. But speaking of Jeter, man, did you hear? You see him talking about Rob Thompson. He fucking loves Rob Thompson. Oh, really? I didn't loves him. That. Yeah, he was he was on the the pregame show, game three. It was it was in Philly, I think. Yeah, they were sitting around. They were sitting round table. Uh, a Rod and Ortiz and all them. He was going on and on about Rob Thompson, about how he's known him since he was eighteen. He's held every position in baseball, scout. And this and that bench coach said he's a great, great baseball guy, great baseball mind. Any other so, coaches you commented on? Any other great baseball minds you commented on? No, that was it. Was just Rob Thompson, and that was it. Uh, what's his name? The ex hitting coach of the Yanks. What's his name? Came out and said that. Uh, I don't know. Kevin, Kevin Long. Yeah, Kevin Long came out. I don't know. It didn't come out and say, but he said that that Bryce Harper would have thrived in the Bronx. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, Bryce Harper would thrive in the Bronx. Right? Who else would thrive in the Bronx? Is he is is he the hitting coach for Philly? I don't know. Kevin Long. Where? was with the Mets at some point. Oh, is he with the? Why can't I'm drawing a blank on who Kevin Long is with? Those are the Mets at some point. I don't know if he's the Mets this year. Or oh, last. that's bad job by Reese Hoskins. That's where you need a. That's where you need a fucking slick field and first baseman there. That play has to come home. Got to cut that run off. It's all right. Reese Hoskins' wife is brought by. Yeah, he's with the Phillies. He's he's the hitting coach oh, for right. the Phillies. Reese Hoskins' wife bought. Uh, I don't know about tonight, but the first two games she bought fifty beers for fans each each night. Oh, that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That is cool. You're gonna need him after watching Reese Hoskins play first base. <laughs> <laughs> Bad play. Houston up 3 1. Top eight, one away. Got to get out of this inning up only down two, I would say. Stop the bleeding here. The rally in game four was just like a perfect example of like just how to maximize a rally, like how to maximize because their base is loaded. Nobody out, and they didn't really do that much. Like Jordan gets hit with the pitch, mm-hmm. Bregman double, and then it's second and third. Nobody out. Tucker sack fly moves both runners over, one home, one to third, and then Guriel 
it's a single against the drawn and infield. And all of a sudden it goes from two nothing, three nothing, four nothing, five nothing. It's like that's what happens when you put the ball in play. It was yeah. like a perfect way because they weren't hitting at all. They really didn't, they didn't hit at all in game three. Last night it was just one inning. And then obviously tonight they have three runs. But, like, that's the way, like, when you get the opportunities, just put the ball in play. Mm-hmm. Make – put pressure on the defense. Then they got to bring the infield in. It's like that's winning baseball. They make contact. I, I, not striking out. Mm-hmm. Big. Yep. Huge. Not Don't strike out. Novel. It's – yeah, it's unheard of. Strikeouts worse than a strikeouts worse than a walk. Like yeah, or strikeouts better than a walk. I'm sorry, I think that's the new. I think it's the new thinking. Strikeouts like the, one of the best things you could do. Yeah, it's top three things you could do. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, very frustrating. Uh, you know, I was thinking we have uh, less than a minute left. We got to take a break. Come back with picks, but um. Atuve is two for three tonight, but he really was the one that st- stand to lose the most if uh, he didn't hit at all this postseason and the Astros still won. Because if he was like, you know, two for 50 or something, everybody would kind of go at, well, he had no buzzer this year. Right. And they still won. So he still has, you know, he's two for three tonight, but uh, really the most to lose if he didn't turn around his slump from early in the playoffs. Yeah. I would I would say that I assumed he was going to start hitting though at some point. Yeah, same assumption. He always finds a way. Yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back with our picks. We are about to enter week nine in the NFL, halfway mark in the regular season. Uh, what are, what do we got for records? You are fourteen and ten after going three and zero last week. Big, I dropped to thirteen and eleven after going one and two. Okay, so, so I gained. All right, gained yeah, a game, two games. Yep, yeah, we're right there. Um, you ready? I'm gonna flip a coin. You call it as per Heads. usual. Oh, oh, fumble! It is a head. All right, I'm taking the first pick. Taking the first pick, I have a game. In, I actually have two games in mind. We'll see what happens for pick number three. Uh, we're going to our nation's capital. Big midterms coming up on uh, Tuesday. But on Sunday, we got the Vikings and the Commanders. One o'clock on Fox. Uh, I'm taking... The Commanders getting three against the Vikings. I think the Vikings have been playing with fire for about a month now, maybe longer. Um, you know, they, they squeaked out a couple close home games against the Lions and Bears, two teams they should have beat. They beat them, but squeaked it out, come back in the fourth quarter. That Dolphins game, they're playing a backup quarterback. They let them hang around forever. Again, squeaked it out. Arizona, you never felt like you never felt like they were in danger of losing the game, but you never felt like they had control of the game. Again, won the game. I think this might be the game where they play with fire. They fly a little too close to the sun 
little Heineke magic. Heineke? Heineke magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's giving them a little bit of a spark. They're on a three-game winning streak. Uh, I think Washington covers this game. I think Washington wins on the field. Goes to five and four. Daniel Snyder selling the team. You know, but you'll see those signs. Uh, give me the commies plus three. Man, took that. That was, that was mine. That was my first one too. Washington. I think this. I think everybody looks overlooks Washington. I'll be, I think Minnesota is going to probably have all the money on this week, and that's a mistake. Minnesota as the as the record. Washington. You know, they're both on win streaks. Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, three point home dog. That's that's the way to go. Um, all right, at the line, I have to call an audible. Um, I think that uh, I, I think I, I might end up chasing a couple of teams that fucked me, which could lead to more one and two weeks or oh and three weeks, but you know, maybe not. Um, going back to Cincinnati this week, I think. I think they got Carolina at home. I think Cincinnati might just be a home team. They might just be a home bully. They went they went to uh, Cleveland last week. They got knocked around a little bit. Cleveland, I under, underestimated them some. I know Carolina can hang tough there. Well, there's now they're kind of this scrappy team. P.J. Walker and uh, the uh, Dante Foremans of the world, the D.J. Moore of the world, who you know may or may not cost you. A few yards on a penalty here and there. But going into Cincinnati might be a little bit different. I think Cincinnati just might. I'm a little scared at seven, a full touchdown. That does worry me a little bit. That seems like a big number for Cincinnati. But if they can roll a little bit and put up some points, that's an easy number from the cover. They just have to do a little better job of uh, creating distance between themselves and their opponent. I think at home is where they do it. So give me Cincinnati uh, with a touchdown against Carolina. All right, pick number two. This is system play. Nobody in their career has been better off a bye with an extra week to prepare than Andy Reid. I don't know the numbers. I do not know the numbers, but they're good. Google it. That's what Google's for. Check it out. Uh, Is it a big number? Yes. Do I feel comfortable ever laying double digits in an NFL game? Usually not, uh, but it's a system play. I got to take them Sunday night under the bright lights. Is Tannehill playing? Do we have a? Do I need to use Google now for that? Let's see. I hope I'm he is not playing. Sure. Uh, Titans whooped them last year, twenty-seven-three in Tennessee. That was right before KC got hot. That looks like Tannehill and Derrick Henry were out of practice today i don't know if that's precautionary for henry or what but i'm locking it in at 12 and a half uh system play again i don't like i don't want to lay this many points necessarily but uh mahomes and them with an extra week to prepare this one uh, i think it's the laugher back door will probably be open but at some point the chiefs are going to be up two touchdowns in this game and you're going to want to be on the side of the Chiefs. So pick number two, KC, minus 12 and a half. All right. I'm going to save my other ch- – I'm not going to do my other chase, I don't think. I think I'm going to go with the system play myself. Um, 
New England has struggled. Indianapolis has struggled. Neither team is dominant force. But we have a rookie quarterback, only his second start of his career, going up to Foxborough. I know New England's a mess with Mac and uh, Bailey. But five and a half, again, a big, a little bigger number than I'd like. But you see what you see the torturous things that Bill Belichick can do to rookie quarterbacks, and that's where that's where I'm going with this. I, I think they just they're able to kind of hold them down. Indy just lost their big time uh, running back. Not much going on for them there. Going on the road, to, a tough place to play. I think New England just takes care of business. Um, here, five and a half point favorites. Give me New England there. All right. Any third game? Uh, I don't love this. There's some teams I like, but I really don't want. I'm going to have to pull the trigger on one of them, I guess. Uh, I'll wait for this honorable mention until after you give your third one. So I'm between two teams that both have serious issues that both probably stink. I'm going to go Arizona lane two against Seattle. I mean, this may be a comeback down to earth game for Seattle. Tough divisional game. You know, they're coming off a, they're coming off a home win against the, uh, the Giants. They've already beaten Arizona once in Seattle. I could see a split here during the season. Uh, Arizona, I mean, you can't like what's going on there with Murray and Kingsbury. But, I mean, I know it's a stupid game to play, but if you had told me, you know, weeks ago that I'd only have to lay two points against Geno Smith, against Seattle, you know, on the road, I would have taken it. Uh, I think this is a game where ugly game – uh, low scoring against Seattle probably comes back to earth a little bit. I, I mean, they've been playing so well. Uh, I think this is one where Kyler can win the game by a field goal himself, just on uh, pure ability. Um, yeah, there's no reason to lie. I'll talk myself a lot of it the more I talk. Arizona minus two. Okay. That's number three. And they yeah, suck at home to Arizona. Six teams on a bye this week. <laughs> Still talking yourself out of it. Sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> Hands off the chest piece. Lock it in. Um. So yeah, short, short field. Uh. Let's see. Where do we go from here? Man, he threw me off. That Washington one I thought was like a lock. I was ready to go. I almost made it a joint pick, but I don't know if we had rules on making joints. So no, there's no there. rules. It's the Wild West. Nah, it's too tight too. It's such a tight run right now. Um. Feel funny stealing one from you. Uh, da, 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 da. let's see. Okay. Um, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Kansas City off a of buy. What are the Chargers' record off a of buy? Going to Atlanta as three point favorites. Atlanta, we know. Um, can be a scrappy team. They can be – they've covered the spread more times than not this year. The Chargers, on the other hand, what is the opposite of scrappy? 
the opposite of scrappy, lethargic. They're a little, well, I don't know, we'll call them lethargic, but they're just not, uh, they don't have the same kind of scrappiness. They don't have the same kind of fight. Menacing. You're saying the Chargers they are want, menacing? Yeah, they're, they want to be scrappy, but they're menacing. They're menacing to betters, betters of the Chargers. But they go into Atlanta, and uh, Atlanta just, I don't know, man, something about them that you you want to bet them. I don't know. Are they a fun team? Are they that fun? I don't really, I don't know. Patterson's hurt. They got like the, they got the triumvirate behind them. What, who is it? Uh, Algier and, uh, Headley or Huntley? Huntley, Caleb Huntley. Uh, yes, yeah, so they got you know they got a few guys back there. Kyle Pitts, who's starting to show up recently. Um, I don't know. They'll, they'll find a way. Are they a fun team? Is Atlanta a fun team? Are we just scared to say? Are we scared to acknowledge that? Because I think they're, they're fun coming guys. off like the Matt Ryan era. They're kind of fun, low expectations. Uh, not you know. A uh, unique quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, shitty division. They're actually pulling out games that they would never have won. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan's gone. He was like the hall monitor. <laughs> he was like the seventh year senior who had, like, he had his day. Guy won an MVP, went to a Super Bowl, but it was time to go. And yeah. now it's a new crop. Yeah. Yep. He was a black cloud. He was just he linked to a lot of bad stuff that had happened in Atlanta. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a thing. You gotta just you gotta yeah, you just need to uh you know, someone gets murdered in a house, you gotta just knock down the house. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can't, you know, serial killer lives in a house, you can't hang out at that house forever. That house no, is no you can't just bring in a cleaning crew and think like, oh yeah, it's fine. Well, all right, there you have it. Uh, Cincinnati minus seven, New England minus five and a half, Atlanta, five and a half, Atlanta plus three for me. Oh, he took Atlanta. I took Atlanta, yeah. Oh, okay. You were making a case for the Chargers off a bye. No, I'm assuming that the Chargers don't have the same kind of record off bye. Plus, on the road, I don't know. All right, you know, I like Atlanta. I thought you were taking the Chargers the whole time. I like Atlanta. I I thought about them. Um, I have oh Washington plus three, the Chiefs Sunday night playing twelve and a half, and Arizona laying a short number minus two. I got one in each time slot. That's nice. Uh, honorable mentions. Yeah. I really I really will almost took Vegas just because the Jaguars are atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, and never cover and never win. But yeah. I just I, I can't do it with Vegas right now. I, I hate the, I hate the Jaguars. I really do. But Vegas is disappointing. Yeah. And then oh I said Atlanta I liked. I almost took them. And then uh another team I just I, I have to see them win a game and cover a game before I take them is Green Bay. Yeah, three and a half. I got. I got to see them. Like they just every week, it's the same story. I feel like they get some money behind them, and you know they go out and they just look like shit. It's like, oh, the Packers suck. 
Like I got, yeah. like I got, I got to see them actually win a game before I'm gonna invest in them. I yeah, I lean, I lean towards Detroit in that game, which never a good idea. If they don't um, beat Detroit this week, I mean, it's over. The season's over. If once you lose to Detroit, it's yeah. over. Yeah. They're what are they, pack, three and pack, five? Three, pack, pack three and in. five. Yeah, they're four game losing streak. That's a get. I mean, that Detroit defense. I mean, I watched them last week. Rodgers, I know the uh, receivers and new guys. I think Lazar's coming back, which will be good. He yep. should be able to torch them. Yep. You would think so. Well, they'll put a point. That's the thing with Detroit. Talk about pesky teams. Like they just find a way to stick around. But Green, again, Green Bay. Like the defense has to figure something out at some point. The defense has to live up to some expectation. They don't have to be a dominant defense, but just do something. I was, yeah, I was listening to someone today podcast or this week. Uh, Green Green Bay has like seven first rounders on their defense, mm. but they just can't put it together. I don't understand. ultimate hype train that defense. Yeah, I mean that was what the that's what they were built upon. I don't. I they got. They got to run the ball wonder, too. They got to run the ball. I wonder if when the weather gets worse, if the defense will get better. Yeah, they got to. They got to run the ball. They look these weapons. They don't use them at all. It's crazy. Well, they did run the ball a little bit against Buffalo, but I mean, it didn't really matter. No. Uh, well, the Packers. I mean, we'll see. I guess with that seven, I still think the Vikings win that division, but that seven seed or even six seed, like who knows about. Like the Giants and then like the Niners and all them, the seven seed could be up for grabs, like eight nine wins, probably probably nine and eight. But like the Packers are gonna have a bunch of home games. They have what's the one Cowboys, Titans, Rams, Vikings, Lions. So I mean, they're gonna have an opportunity to take care of business at home. Cold weather, maybe a snow game mixed in there, but I don't know. I think they. I don't think they're going to the playoffs, Green Bay. I don't see it. Um, all right, so let's see. Tampa, Green Bay, man, <laughs> cousins in the playoffs and Rodgers and it's gonna the NFC is gonna be oh it's NFC is gonna be kind of gross. If you have like Minnesota, Atlanta and Seattle winning divisions, like nobody's yeah. going to take those teams seriously. No. And then F- Philly, like people are going to look at Philly as like a well, Hurts, can he do it in a big spot? Yeah, that's why. I mean, it's yeah, it's wide. See, it's wide open, but is it wide open or is, is like is Philly just the best team? They, they might they might be head and shoulders above the competition. So like gonna, Dallas is going to be the number one wild card. No one trusts Dallas. And you have no, like the Giants and you have they the have Niners. That, they have that defense, though. And a healthy Dak has inspired the fans before. So it's possible they go, they might end up in a better position or might end up looking to be in a better position than we think of them right now. Dallas has to show me. So I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I don't trust Dallas at all. They got to show me. Yep. Defense travels, blah, blah, blah. All that's true. On paper, on paper, Dallas is probably the second best team in the conference. Yeah. I would say definitely second best team in the conference. But 
I just I gotta see it. Speaking of it. well, speaking of Philly, they are rallying at Citizens Bank Park. Three two bottom of the eighth. Presley just came in to face Marsh with runners at the corners and one away. Oh, Philly, Philly put one on the board. Gene Segura RBI single. I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Who's this? Uh, Brandon Marsh. What's this guy's name? Yeah. Is that his name? Ryan Presley. This is these are big outs. Five out, five out save. They're asking you. It's a big ask. This guy's greasy fucking hair. Swing and a miss. Oh, he got him. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Off speed. All right. It's up to Kyle Schorber now. Biggest out of Ryan Presley's career. So far. So far. If that's the biggest out he ever gets, then we got a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Ugh. Dusty's all pumped up. Dusty still wears gloves because of COVID, I was reading. That wasn't that like debunked. Well, it, <laughs> so why my, he my knuckles were fucking bleeding for like five months to begin <laughs> the pandemic. I was walking around, people thought I was like punching walls and shit. You might have that might have been part of the problem. But why are your knuckles bleeding? It's because it's dry and just always with the with the Yeah, the I ice. washed my hands so much during the day, like I bought into it. And I was like, it I mean it didn't last five months, but it was months, and then you know, eventually you kind of just you're like, all right, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it got a little ridiculous. Um, washing my hands so much. <laughs> Nothing wrong with cleanliness, but uh, let's not go crazy. Let's use your head here. To the point where you're bleeding. Yeah. That's... That's, yeah. Maybe you're going a little overboard. It's much worse to get an infection in your knuckle than leave germs in there for a few minutes longer than usual. Yeah. You got to remember to moisturize. It's big. I never remember, but it's, it's important. Fucking dry elbows. Especially with this winter coming up, we should get a fucking moisturizer as a sponsor. Some, uh, what's the uh, what's the best moisturizer out there? It's the blue bottle. Jergens? Maybe. Yeah, I think I have Jergens here somewhere. Oof! Swinging out of his shoes. He gets Schwarber here. He's got two, three, four. The ninth. Nobody behind you, Ryan. No, it's all yours. One and two on Mr. October. Schwarber calls. <laughs> Mr. Ock Schwarber. Excuse me. Billy fans nervous. Biting towels. Yeah. Pillow, biting pillows. <sighs> Where's what's his face? What's the guy's name? Mattress Mac? No, what's the my pillow guy's name? The crackhead. Mike, Mike Lindell. Oh, Trey Mancini uh, with the play. Oh, no doubles defense. No doubles. Well, he's holding on the runner. Oof, one. That's a tough play. 
Let's see. One, one hop. Good pick. Man, and the, and they have two good first basemen, too. Well, yeah, the whole reason Gurriel is not playing is because he took a knee off the dome in that yeah. rundown. Yeah. That's amazing that their backup came in and did that. The DH. That's a tough Trade play. deadline acquisition. It's a great yep. move by the general manager. Yes. Uh, all right. So he's got three outs left. Well, they got to get three from Houston first. So, all right. So what else is on the board? Oh, I want to ask you about the Jets in Buffalo. 11 and a half point for the – you have to bet Buffalo here, right? Like you cannot expect the Jets to hang. This is this is just not even Big Brother, Little Brother. The Jets have fallen into a quarterback controversy. Yeah, um, Mike White. I think it's Mike White time. They, I mean, I don't think they expected this already, but here we are. After the performance last week, Zach Wilson, you have to consider your options. Buffalo. I mean, best offense, best defense. Um, only getting better. This is the haves and have-nots. I mean, as, as good as good as the Jets season has been, this is a completely different ball game, right? I mean, this is eleven and a half is the number now. There's no way it stays that, right? Did it go up? Did it go up already? I think I got that number. 10. I don't know. I thought it was twelve at one point. I, it, it does seem like a lot of points. I know it's. You think I, weird, uh, weird things happen in the Meadowlands? Weird things definitely happen in the Meadowlands, but <laughs> the Jet the Jets usually lose. They have no home field advantage. Probably gonna be a lot of Bills fans there. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this game. My first instinct is Jets, but I mean, the Bills, the, Bills are coming off a bye. Why are the Jets though? Just feels like a lot of points. Division game. Bills aren't coming off a bye. They're not coming off a bye? No, they beat Green Bay. That's right. Short week. (laughs) Uh, As the other point against Jacksonville, they were in London last week. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't touch this game. I wouldn't. I'm not as high on the Bills in this game. Wow. All right. Um, let's see what else. That's really it. Again, short. I guess Baltimore. Well, yeah, Baltimore, New Orleans, on Monday night. Yeah, I'm tempted to take New Orleans again. They're a home dog again, second straight week. Ravens are a step up in class, though. They they took care of business against the uh, Raiders last week. I think I. I, I don't know. I, I lean. Well, no, it's Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, prime time. You got to go Ravens, I guess. I think I just talked to myself. I think you got to go Ravens. Yeah, Andy Dalton anywhere near this game. You can't – you cannot touch them. Okay. Almost made a mistake there. Whew. Ravens. Would have been, been close. Uh, Andy Dalton, 1 o'clock, good. Well, better. Better. Um, that's really it. I guess short is nothing going on. There's not a lot, not a lot of games. That's really it. No, too many buys. Yeah, yeah. Six that's teams a lot. Buy, Six a buys. Lot. Only two games at four o'clock. It sucks. Yeah, two games at four o'clock is tough. You don't need the red zone. I'll tell you that. 
what do you do on a day like that? Because you don't like Seattle, Arizona, and like Tampa and the Rams. Do you just call it a day at four and just say, eh, you know, have it on and do what you got to do? Run out. You can run, got to run errands. You run out, run errands. Gear up for the for uh, game seven if necessary. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a bad. That's a bad four o'clock slate. The Rams and Bucks are just. It's a brutal game. Two teams that are supposed to be good. You can talk me into Seattle, Arizona. Yeah, Seattle's one of those teams. You, I think I don't know if they're must see, but you're not. You don't need to turn them off. They're not like an embarrassing watch. You could talk me into Seattle. And Arizona's kind of a circus right now, but it's it's like a it's a it's a funner, uh, more lighthearted car crash than what the Rams and Bucks are. Kyler and Kingsbury. Maybe Kyler will yell at Kingsbury again. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Kyler will scramble around. Yeah, Seattle and Arizona is more fun than Rams Buck. Rams Bucks is sad. That's fair. Is uh, Cup playing? I, uh, as far as I know, he is. Yeah. Didn't seem like it was going to be. Didn't seem it was going to be long lasting. Oh, wait. Rams practice breaking Cooper Cup out. Really? What was this? Ah, this is fi- fake. Oh, you were had. No, a it's, fake, it's a it's fake fan nation. Fan nation has Cooper Cup out, Cam Akers back in. But then there's also a report that says Cup Limited. But Limited is, is, isn't really much. It's not really limited, much. Limited, limited in practice. Right, but limited doesn't mean you're playing. No, it doesn't mean, is, doesn't mean you're limited in the game either. Officially, officially limited. I, no, this is saying this is saying he uh, – Yahoo said he's going to play. Well, let me shit on this fucking site for saying Rams practice breaking, Cooper Cup out, Cam Akers back in. This is 15 hours ago. That's Yahoo? No, this is Fan Nation. doesn't make any sense. Fuck Fan Nation. Who, who, who is Fan Nation? No idea. It's SI, SI.com. Oh, really? That's Sports Illustrated? Maybe it's just clickbait. Bait and switching it. That kid McCormick, who was like the MVP, second MVP of the ALCS, striking out. Yeah, he hasn't made contact the series. Unbelievable. Guys miss yeah. that guy misses Yankee pitching. Uh, oh yeah. A few of these guys do. <laughs> well, Yankee pitching wasn't to blame for that. I don't know. I shouldn't pile on the pitchers. Well, it hasn't been as good as Phillies. <laughs> no. Or Seattle's. Not excluding Robbie Ray. Martin Maldonado oh, fakes a bunt. He's over three on the night. One away with the man on here in the top of the ninth inning. Took that first pitch for a strike. Houston really love to get some insurance runs over here, wouldn't they, John? Well, you know, Susan. Smoltz, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Smoltz. Well, you know, it's always better to have four runs than three runs. The one thing about baseball is the more runs you have, better. Oh, Martin Maldonado puts one to the opposite field for a base hit. 
fucking our catchers get a hit. Look at watching Martin Maldonado and Christian Vasquez get hits all over the place. Let me see if I go on the laptop if my uh, thing is a little bit better. My feed, probably not. You're gonna be shitting me. What's the matter? What do you got? My fucking laptop <laughs> feed is like five seconds ahead of my TV. What happens it makes if no you, sense. What happens if you shut your TV off and put it back on? <laughs> There's no way that would work, right? I have no idea. That's what and that's all electronics. All right, I'm gonna do that. Let me know when the ball hits the mitt. Here's the pitch. Mitt. Oh, my God. Now I'm ahead of you. <laughs> wow. How much ahead of me? I'll let you know when the ball hits the mitt. Okay. If it hits the mitt. What's the count? Maybe it's a 1-0. One. All right. <laughs> Maybe you're It'll so be far. a 1-0 to Altuve. Eflin is scared shitless. <laughs> Pitching out of the stretch. There's a strike. Wow. There's a strike. 93 down the play. All right. So it's not that bad. Altuve's two for three on the night. I can see Altuve parking when I got to say. Wow. He's been very quiet. He's starting to come around. Calling the pine tower on Maldonado. Calling the shot. Yeah. Like a high fastball. Just. Hook it, 6-2, fans head for the exits. Wow. Zach, the Zach Eflin game. Not going to hit that one. That one's in the other batter's box. Oh, the Philly fans are tight. It's a tight ballpark. Much different scene than when they were launching balls out of there the other night. That was a yeah, this story. Is... That might have been their Super Bowl, as they more said. Of a, a little more of a postseason. Yeah. Could have been. It was a storm before the calm. Is that the – uh, rolled over to third base. It's a nice play. Wow, how did he get him at first? Holy shit. Alec it's Baum. The, it's the old 5-3 double, five, five, double play. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a pretty one. Yeah, I don't know how. And that he made that. Like, he didn't put any extra mustard on that throw either. Yeah, that was all off. Was was just... Yeah, it was a fadeaway throw. Wow. Missing a couple buttons. So like he's, he's laying on the beach. <laughs> you want to uh, pause here? We got a few minutes left, but we're going to do the ninth inning. We'll pause here just so we have a full. All right. All right. Be right back. All right. We're back just in time for first pitch of the bottom of the ninth. Presley's first pitch is fouled back by Reese Hoskins. Hoskins 0 for 4 on the night. Oof. 
Two, three, four. Hoskins, Riamuto, Harper. I don't know why Harper doesn't bat third. Like, why isn't that guy hitting in the first inning? I think he did sometimes. No, he doesn't, he doesn't always bat. Yeah, four. this is like a new thing, I think. I may have to actually cut out before this inning ends, depending. Oh, I got to go for a walk. What? Got to go for a walk. Not so much a walk as my wife's going to come home, the garage is going to go up, the dog's going to go nuts, and it's not going to be good radio. <laughs> well, this is, the, this is the end of it. I don't think mommy's listening at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and two to Hoskins. I don't like Hoskins that much. You can run into one, but. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like him in that two hole at all. No, it doesn't seem like a two hitter. No. Oh, ain't scrappy. I mean, I, just, I don't necessarily like Schwarber batting leadoff either, but he seems to make it work. No, I would. I would think. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, they don't really have a leadoff hitter. I mean, I guess Schwarber's your leadoff guy. I mean, the construction of lineups now is nothing like I would ever make a lineup, so. Nah. Anyway, Presley's got 202 on Hoskins here. Looks at a breaking ball in the dirt. Ball one. Hoskins, one and two. Presley, it's a little uncomfortable out there. He's shaking off the pitcher. I mean, I'm throwing some off-speed crap. I think Hoskins is chasing. Oh, yeah. Or you just give him some cheese. <laughs> he blew it by him. Sometimes you stick with your bread and butter. Yeah. High fastball, no better pitch. Although Presley, we heard all about how he's got – 10 pitches or whatever. He said, oh, it's a closer with 10 pitches. Yes. Yeah, I don't see closers like that ever again. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Heard all about it. How Philly have crazy. any did Philly have any magic left in them? Well, it's the guy in it's the guy in deck. I mean, Riamolto, we know what he is, but I mean it's the guy that comes down to comes on to Harper. He's the guy with just- Find your way on base if you're real moved, though. The crowd will get into it. Maybe Presley gets a little tight. Place will be up for grabs. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody should be on there. Nobody shouldn't be on their feet right now, but, I mean, if Harper comes up yeah. with a guy on. Yeah, and now you can tell. So I, I'm, I have no volume on, but it does not look like they are a vocal crowd. They're they need, a little tight. They need something to happen to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, it feels like it feels like the run is like kind of just about over. The new hat crowd behind home plate not standing up. No, nah, the new new hat. Forget it. <laughs> the new hat crowd is. Uh, yeah, they're not going to Houston. I'll tell you that. I'm not even sure they're watching Game Six. They probably got reservations somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere they wouldn't let the Astros eat. 
Ooh, did he? Oh, what a grab. Oh, man. See, you were just McCormick. talking shit about Chaz McCormick. <laughs> Not in there for his bat. And he goes and makes a play against the fence. Had no idea he was even a lefty. Had no, he's the rare combo, the, the uh, righty batter, lefty thrower. You don't see that very often. Oh, man. He hit the fence, and he even had the wherewithal to look at the glove on the way down, be sure he still had it. And readjust the grip, be sure he had a good grip on it, so he didn't drop it. Whoop. Def- oh, defense man. wins championships. Man, defense with one out in the ninth and a bomb to right center fielder. That I thought he may have gotten that. I thought there was a chance he got that. I mean, he poked it, man. That was it's a, a small, shot. small park, you know. That was a shot. That just sucked the life. I don't have the sound on either, but that sucked the life out of the crowd. Now, uh, and here's Harper. Here's your MVP. Ooh. And they Harper's been getting some calls tonight, not for nothing. He got a check swing call before. I think it was his last at bat, actually. And that one was uh, uh that's a strike. <laughs> Let me see that. I'm gonna say that's a strike. See what you got, bro. I mean, he's you're swinging for the fences here, Harper. There's no doubt, right? He's oh, looking he, to tie he's, it. He's got. He wants to get a hold of one in the worst way. I mean, I guess Castellanos isn't the worst guy, but I mean, Harper's the best guy. Would you would you put him on here, tying run? No. Nah. Now you're going at him. Yeah. No. It's not get crazy. Closer for a reason. Can't bring the winning run to the plate, and the guy who can put it out. It's not like you're bringing Ozzy Smith to the plate. Not that I would do it for Ozzy Smith either, who had a big World Series home run. But he did. Wizard of Oz. Be crazy. Two and one count to Harper Presley, looking for the five outs. They only had nineteen pitches. Very economical. Pitch number 20 heading in here. Hit him. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think he wanted any part of Harper there. Even that strike was kind of questionable. Yeah, I guess he pitching around him, hoping that he chases something, but um, I don't think he wanted to put him on either. I think he wanted want to get him out just his way. I mean, especially after uh, Riemoto's hit. I mean, Cassian's to me, is the same kind of guy as Riemoto. Like, you could just get a hold of one just like that. So... If Presley can be had, any of those three guys could have him. Now, tying runs at first. Bryce Harper. Castellanos at the plate. Came over offseason. Serious elbow pad. Questionable questionable defense. You know, questionable defense. They've been talking about it all year, but never questioned his bat. No. You're not bringing your glove up there to hit, Nick. So let's see what you got. If somebody's apologizing, if Ky- now would be a good time for Kyrie to do his apology. Castellanos, <laughs> is, Castellanos is the guy who hits the uh, – he hit the home run when Tom Brenneman was apologizing <laughs> for the slur. Yes. Yeah, get him on there. Mm, that was a fucking hittable off-speed pitch. Oh, yeah. Very hittable off-speed pitch. Oh, boy. Ooh. In play, but that was a long, 
long run for both Tucker and Mancini. Boom, boom. Man, Mancini. when that left when that left his hand, I thought there was a chance that I was getting parked. I could that have. was that was a very hittable pitch. Man, you made you made you went you went. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's the garage. Yeah, so I didn't know what I was looking for when you went. Yeah, <laughs> suck the air in. As soon as he left his hand, it'll be an O2 to Castellanos. Yeah, big right, advantage well, for President. One more strike. Ooh, almost had him chase. Almost had him chase. One and two count. Crowd would like nothing more than a dinger. I think they'd take a gapper as well. Anything. Keep keep the inning alive. Keep the game alive. Presley seems to just not want to throw it in the strike zone at this point. Just like. Yeah, he 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 probably had the same reaction that hanger that. Yeah, he's got a little uh, little cold feet now. Mm-hmm. And they're waving those rally towels. One last rally. Do they yeah. have it in them? And they're robin egg blue, <laughs> and he bounces another one. He wants no part of that strike oh zone. Oh, my God. Shying away from Well, it. Harper will be off with the pitch. Anything even close to the gap, we got a tie game. Harper may be scoring a single. We never know. Got Alec Baum on deck lurking. Poor Dusty. Blowing his nose, his gloves. Change your gloves. You can't have – you got to change your gloves. You blow your nose into them like that. A little handkerchief. Full count. They are holding Harper on. Grounded to short. Pena. And that'll do it. Good hustle by Castellanos. And uh, good hustle by this podcast. (laughs) That'll do it for Sunday Poor. Just at the buzzer. Um, We'll check in on you Monday. Saints Ravens. Till then. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you around.